<laughs> Dude, your radio's not working. Wait a minute, I got it. Uh, you don't have nothing. Uh, just hand me my iPad. Oh, great. Jeez, uh, thank you. Uh, we're going to listen off the air with Los and Bam. Los and Bam, is that their names? Yes. I'm sorry. This SHRT is going down now. So, you guys are off the air or on the air? I'm a little lost. They are tyrannical. They're controlling. They're domineering. We're not freaks. They're people just like you and me. <laughs> and I think they're completely insensitive to the impact of their actions. It's fine. Yeah, you know, they just think and fuck. What's up, it's Bam. You heard us on your radio. Now it's time to talk off the air. Now hear us talk off the air about how things really go down in the industry. It's real talk about the industry we love. Wait, hold up. And the industry we hate. It's always a love-hate relationship with this industry. But we're going to break it down to you off the air. Bro, like, yeah, yeah, just grab the mic, man. Bam couldn't be here. Okay. Uh, he got sick, man. This dude took off our game. Emergency. Yeah. And uh, he he bounced, but um, yeah, we were just talking about the the character, the, your Rick James character, right? On your Facebook, <laughs> yo. So let's get to it, man. This is off the air, Kurt. You know, we always done the radio thing, right? You know, we've had Roscoe visit. Um, a lot of people appreciate Roscoe. Did you appreciate Roscoe? As a I question. appreciate Roscoe. The ar- <laughs> Roscoe is one of my favorite artists. Really? I mean, because it seemed like you were a little frustrated with I, Roscoe. I don't I, know. I just went to his website and purchased his shirt. That's how impressed I was with Roscoe. I saw that. I saw that. I appreciate you. I, you I know, like you. Roscoe, we're going to have to get Roscoe back in. But hey, man, mm-hmm. I just got to say, Kurt, like, bro, like, we've known each other for a minute. I've gotten to see you creating music. Sure. And now I feel like I've gotten to see you just grow beyond music mm-hmm. and and just as a person, man. Like, yeah. like I, I've gotten to, to see you you find your queen. I've gotten to see right. this just this growth. And I, I, you know what I'm saying. And it's been a great pleasure for me, man, to just build with you. You know what I'm saying over these years. Right, right. Um, Appreciate that. And I'm excited for your jubilee year. Hey, I'm excited for everybody's jubilee year. Yeah, <laughs> because it's that time. So tell me about the name, man. I love the name. Yeah, so Jubilee Year came in a conversation with a buddy of mine that I've known since middle school. And I was kind of telling him a little bit of the troubles I was having in 2016. It was like, I say probably we had this conversation in, had to be like March, April. And uh, he just reiterated for me. He was like, you know it's a Jubilee Year. And I'm like, what does that mean? And he explained to me that, it's this story in the book of Leviticus in the Bible where basically there's this group of people who were enslaved uh, by their government for 50 years and their belongings, their property, um, all these uh, physical items were taken away from them mm-hmm. and they weren't able to get that back into the 50th year where all debts were re- Everybody who was in jail was released. Right. And, um, you know, some people uh, wrongfully uh, in prison. But after that, fi- after that 50th year, everybody receives back their property. Only problem is they got to go back uh, through enemy territory because somebody else has took ownership of it. Now, the way that relates to us is that, you know, we all go through things where we lose, especially property things. Like for me, I talk about it in the, in the intro of the project where I talk about I had two evictions, three mm-hmm. repos, like that's losing property. Um, also to your emotional property, whether it's your confidence, whether it's your self-esteem, I've been attacked with all of those. So for me to hear that story at that point in time, it still didn't click that it was gonna be a project, but it was something that explained why 2016 was so tumultuous for a lot of people. So many people passed away and it's it's literally just, you know, the, the, the people, the righteous people getting back what's theirs. That's fresh. That's so, fresh. So seven songs. Seven songs. Oh, yeah. The project itself, seven songs produced all by a producer out of San Bernardino called uh, Oh Gosh Leotis, a uh, good, good buddy of mine. He produced everything. He engineered everything. He literally used my vocals on that project as if every song was a remix. So what I mean by that is he took my vocals in if he wanted to stutter something or he basically, it was like this. I laid my own uh, uh, paint over this canvas and and I I said you know what take it home and add whatever you want to it. Oh, so fresh. he literally took my vocals and just threw them everywhere, bro. Like it, there's things going on in in the, in the music you got to put headphones on and really get the full experience of it. But really, we just worked on songs. We didn't really have a project in mind. We worked on songs, and then I had the project title, and I was like, okay, 
this is the central theme. Now it's just time to kind of put it together. But December 2nd, it releases. Um, pre-orders up and all that right now. Yeah, that's tomorrow. That's that tomorrow. We tomorrow. pre-recording. Okay, we could be real. We record the show a couple of days before. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, let me change my, my, my gonna tone. It's going to be posted to iTunes tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, let me change my tune. Yeah, so tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow, out of applause. Clap wherever you no, are listening I, to this. No, let me get that right. See that I'm wrong again, man. Take the applause back. Kurt, I said it wrong. They could pre-order it. Yeah, they could pre-order today. it. Today. So the goal is to pre-order um, enough copies and also the first day release to crack the top 10 on the iTunes hip-hop charts. Bad. I'm at my best when I'm campaigning towards a big goal. And this was a goal that, uh, to be honest with you, it scared me at first because it was such a big goal and the names you see in the top 10 are not generally names like Curtis King. Mm-hmm. But... It's been so much support because of all the work that I've been doing over the last year that it's becoming more and more realistic by the day. But I'm just still pushing as hard as I can because I don't want to look back and be like, man, you could have did a little bit more of this and this. No, just give it everything you got today. Yeah. So if you're hearing this and you are already inspired by something, go to myjubileeyear.com or curtisking.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, I just, I can say for sure I know you campaign well oh man via that <laughs> that MERS to pay dues campaign was yeah. phenomenal thank you what was it how many videos did you do 100 I talked to 100 people 100 people about 105 people actually um, <laughs> where I basically asked them give one reason you think Curtis King should be on pay dues and I didn't when I started it off there was a buddy of mine who's like a genius marketing guy um, named Joshua he told me he was like you should do 100 videos I was like I don't even know if I know 100 people who are willing to get on camera right, <laughs> right. little did I know there was even more people as, as I started gaining momentum started getting towards number 95 the people mm-hmm. out of the woodworks were like man I want to do a video I want to do a video so uh, long story short though campaign for 97 consecutive days on the social media, I was in the barber shops. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, you know, in the streets with it, and, and really just trying to make sure that people could, you know, put me on Merz's radar. Because I'm, you know, I mean, in a lot of people's eyes, I was just a local artist at that right. point in time who had worked with some reputable. What year was that? Producer. This is 2011, 12. 11, 12. Yeah, 12 right. is when I was actually on it, but 2011 is when I campaigned my tail off to try to get on there, mm-hmm. and you know, it caught Merz's attention, and and. I think it showed him a lot about my drive and what I'm willing to do. It showed me a lot myself because now I realize that literally whatever I want to be a success must be that same mentality I had there, which is a campaign. Yeah. When it's a, it, there's a, there's a difference between something that you kind of want to do and something that's a must. If it, when it becomes a must, your mind just starts to go to work. Your subconscious works on it. Everything mm-hmm. just happens for you. And that's what happened. Like, so many doors now for this Jubilee Year project are opening up that I don't have to even like work for. Like I, it just it opens up because of my mind being set that I'm going to accomplish this goal or I'm going to you know do what I, what I say I'm going to do. So mm-hmm. yeah, and I think there's something too when you say that you got a, almost a, a a better coherent level of seeing different things sure. also to where you're like what you. Now you're seeing opportunities to where right. you weren't looking. Yeah, what, can I right share with way. you my mailbox Please. theory? My, mail, my, my mailbox theory is this, and I have my hand in the air, and I'm pointing towards the end of this wall over here. So I want you to get a vision. My theory is, or maybe my theory, but my philosophy is there's a mailbox across the street. I'm on the other side of the street. All right. There are so many elements between me and that mailbox, but I'm going to that mailbox. I'm going. You hear the confidence of my voice. I'm going to that mailbox and there is nothing that's going to deter it. A friend of mine may say, well, be careful because cars sometimes come down that street really fast. I'm going to that mailbox. Right. Well, be careful because, you know, I heard the stray dogs. I might rip your, 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 uh, your socks and your shoes off. That's fine. I'm going to that mailbox. So keeping that mentality with whatever I'm doing makes it a must. And I think it does something to your your body and your nervous system that says, Okay, we're not we're not here to procrastinate. We're here because this is what we we plan to do. But so you saying life is like Paperboy, Frogger, and Pitfall. <laughs> it's a reason why I love them one. games too. It's a reason why t- you you just opened up another part of my brain. Thank you. As Mr. you were Lose. telling me that, I saw every game right there. I was like Ew. Frogger. Yep, absolutely. But what 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 kind of confidence do you have to have to play a Frogger? 
you have to have lost multiple times enough to say, <laughs> no, I'm going to get past this road. It's, it's not, there's no other choice about it. Because right. the times when you second guess, you do crazy things, like, especially if you're working off your iPhone playing Frogger. And I can't believe I'm, <laughs> I'm breaking down the philosophy of Frogger, but it's so, it's so uh, 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 important right now. But <laughs> when you're playing it, you notice that the times, same, same thing with, uh, 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 what's the name of that game? Uh, where the guy's running around, Temper Run. Oh, when yeah. you second guess, your fingers do crazy things where you try to double. <laughs> tap somewhere and it just don't it don't happen right but that's that time when you say i'm going to score a million and that's just what i'm going to do even if you fall you're like this next time i'm going to score a million so um i think it's the same assertive nature of athletes you know uh the top ceos and i'm just trying to train my brain and my 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 nervous system to expect that out of myself which is a whole battle in itself Yeah, yeah yeah i love how too man you've you've also been teaching young producers right. FL Studios sure. and, and showing them that, man. Is that a course that's available all the time? That, that course is available whenever you want it. So it's FL Studio Beginners Course or FL Studio Beginners Class dot com. Um, but anybody who wants to learn how to do how to make beats, uh, mind you, it's for the versions of uh, FL Studio 11 and below. But. Um, it's done for that for a reason because 12 made some drastic changes. But I mean, producers, you know, you, you got to think when I came up, the the producers I looked up to weren't willing to share anything with me. And we didn't have, you know, um, as much access as right. we have now with the Internet. And we had YouTube, but YouTube wasn't what it was. It was like one dude giving out FL Studio uh, uh, tutorials that was actually really good. Um, but hey, let me ask, where was he from? Was he from overseas? I don't remember. I don't know exactly where he's from. I knew his name was War Beats. Okay. It was War Beats. And I think he might have been in, in the States. But, I mean, I remember sitting there learning how to, you know, sample and learning how to do all these different things, either through him or, um, you know, shout out my, my homie Vic. Uh, he was a really heavy sample producer. And he was, like, super, like, like a, a, a super underground, very conscious and uh, a, a Chicano rap, and he was what really got me into sampling. He taught me how to sample because I yeah. sat there and literally got around it. Something I've been reading, um, especially as I consume so much Tony Robbins stuff, is that there's power in proximity. And if you want to learn the easiest route to master anything, you just got to get around people who have already done it. Mm-hmm. So many times we we try to learn on our own, and we go the long route thinking like, oh, that's the real way to learn. And you just got to get around people who can, you know, just help your learning curve so for me you know i've been producing for 13 years it was like i have an abundance of information that i'm sure so many producers can benefit from and not just producers rappers too like if you go to my my youtube curtis king tv um i got over 250 videos just from this year that are just giving information man let me say congrats bro on 10,000 subscribers on youtube man man took about a year we got it there we got it there yeah thank you that's fast kurt about a year about a year it was like i think it was like a, a 950 at the beginning of the year and then i just i just dedicated my same thing with the campaign mentality like i'm going to that mailbox and i said to myself I want to get 10,000 subscribers because now I get access to the YouTube uh, space, the YouTube studio space where they have like, you know, uh, professional sets, professional cameras and all this stuff. And I can do interviews and all of this stuff that I want to do. And I've been, I I have my mind set on it the whole year. And then I said, it's probably going to take me till December and it happened in November. But that's the thing about it is that I'm making a habit of setting goals that first scare me and then put, and then secondly, put my mind to action of, okay, well, if we're going to do that, and it's a must, mm-hmm. what resources do we have? So every single week this year, I've released at least two videos every single week this year. Um, just basically trying to get that information to the people who need it the most or who want it the That's most. Dope. That's dope. I'll say you've inspired me, man, like, and helped me. I got to say, like. Um, We've helped one another as a side note, but yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, bro. Like, <laughs> like, like, really, man, like, like I'll say it, like, chrislosmedia.com. It's, it's still been kind of tweaking and working on, but, like, right. really next year was when I really wanted to kind of go heavier with it and, and the okay. YouTube channel and what I want to give. Because I was like, man, I get hit up, as you know, you know right, what I mean, right. from just different artists and sure. whatnot to where it's like, Los, da, 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 and I'm like, yeah. Man, I'm giving 50 conversations. You want one like, person? Let me just. I got I, put it here. It's a, it's, it's crazy. I have a song on the project called uh, uh, "Everybody," and the hook goes, um, and, and 
I can't be everything to everybody, but Lord knows I try. <laughs> like that's that's just I, I know what you mean, brother. I yeah, do. I do. Yeah, and the and the um is that still available also for people to purchase on how to create the website? Oh yeah, that's another thing that's available. So even so, that's something that's an extra incentive for you to pre-order the album if you're an artist. You have access to not only my uh, how to create your own website course. It's a four hour course. Goes extensively from the it's very perfect. beginning to the end. I could say you, that. I could yeah. vouch for it. That's that's what helped me get my site up. See, see, that's the 100. ultimate code sign right there. Mm -hmm. So that's available to you. And also you can get one free beat from CurtisKingBeast.com. It's it just all you have to do is just basically pre-order the album from iTunes, take a screenshot with your phone and send it to my email, which is CurtisKing at gmail.com. Once you do that, I'll send you a free beat of your choice and that four hour course. What? Um, and if you're a producer, hold on, hold on. You ready for this one? Man. If you're a producer, I have free drum kits. I have free drum kits that are over like. 276 sounds and it's about wow. a $50 value the pre-order I forgot to tell you the best part the pre-order is only $2.99 man I'm saying that's yeah. what I got so, man so I, like I said when I have a goal which is to crack that top 10 on iTunes I don't I don't have step like uh, like a Big Daddy Kane I don't have step like ain't you said no like, step, ain't no half step and so that being said um, you can get that. you can get my FL Studio Beginners course like I talked about earlier for free and you can get my drum kits for free um, if you just pre-order the albums, take a screenshot, send it to curtisking at gmail.com, Curtis King with two S's, and you'll have all that access. There's no reason for me to be holding on off all the information. Right. And I could tell everybody listening right now that's like, man, how good are these courses? Whatever. I don't right. know the FL Studios course, but I gotta <laughs> believe if it's as authentic as the website one right. has been. You know what I'm right. saying? Like that, it walks you off. I'm not a computer dude. Right. I'm not that dude. I just don't know. You and know. I, you know what? Even to, to rest to rest those doubts, I even tell them this is that you're talking about. The website building course is probably 40 bucks retail right now. Um, add that to a beat, which you can even get the track outs if you're an artist. You're talking about probably about $120 value for $299, right? <laughs> and I told you how important this goal is to me. So focus more on how important this goal is to me and, and less about whether it's valuable. The, the, as a producers, that at those drum kits, those drum kits alone are about thirty-five bucks together, and then the uh, FL Studio course is fifty bucks. So you talking about eighty to ninety buck value for two ninety-nine because a goal means that much to me. Uh, I would focus on that, and even if you don't, just you know listen to my work, and you can see even on YouTube, I have many of videos that go in detail about. Um, actually, the first chapter of FL Studio Beginners course is free on my YouTube right now. Oh, bet. So you can get a really good idea of just how I explain things. I don't, I don't complicate things. I try to make sure it's simple enough mm -hmm. to where if you've never made a beat in your life, you'll be able to get it. But then at the same time, if you have made beats, it's not too simplified to where you feel like I'm treating you like a, a child. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's it, there's value for everybody involved in that. But it's the most important thing to me right now to get to that goal. Man, and everything that you've been creating. What's been is has it been a most fun or is it just all? Explain that to me, man, because you're creating uh -huh. so many different things, Kurt. Like right. when I'm talking to an artist, they making music, right? Right. And that's just what they're doing. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? And that's yeah. just what it is, and not, and that's cool. I, I get it. That's where they complete 100 percent focus is. Right. But what you've built and the way you've gone about it, mm -hmm. I never, I've never had the conversation with you about. Yolo, so what's up with like, man? What label head do you know where I could right, go and talk right. to the record label and get a get a deal at a label? Right. You know, right. you've already just known. Okay, cool. Now I want to do this this way. Right. Well, it, every artist, every producer has one common problem when you're, especially in hip hop, when you're coming up, you have one common problem, which is one word: obscurity. No, nobody knows who you are. They don't mm -hmm. know what you're doing, and the ways that our mind and our subconscious go to work on what is going to solve that problem of obscurity. Oh, get around people who know people. So then that's why they come to you and they're like, yo, you know, so-and-so can you put me in contact? Because what they're really saying is I need you to help me get out of obscurity. Nobody knows who I am. Mm -hmm. And even like people who have a great following, they still feel like nobody really knows who they are when they get to some of these industry parties and they feel like, you know, they're not as respected as they should, but the problem is obscurity. So when I had that epiphany from reading this book, by Grant Cardone called the 10X Rule, it opened it up to me that I was like, okay, if my only problem is people not knowing me, why am I doing everything except for getting to the people? 
I mean, as, as simple as it sounds, it's something that was a mind blowing shift. Like there's a there's a, a plastic surgeon in, in Beverly Hills who um, he says that on average, people who come in and ask him to do different, you know, nose jobs, eye jobs mm-hmm. or whatever they want. It's a two millimeter difference that makes them happy. On average, two millimeters. Wow. Whether it's their, you know, some excess, you know, fat or wow. whatever, it's two millimeter difference on average. So knowing that you're two millimeter difference, it can be that impactful. What two millimeter difference do I need to make in whatever I'm doing? So for yeah. me, it was like, I listened to a podcast called Entrepreneur on Fire where- Love that one. Man, man. He yeah. t- you already know how it is, where, where mm-hmm. if, if you haven't listened, he talks to entrepreneurs every day. You're talking about multimillionaires, sometimes billionaires, and he asked them, you know, um, what are your biggest fears? What was your lowest point? Mm-hmm. And my favorite question is, what are your streams of income? So. He talks about what he streams of income and uh, every almost 98% of the entrepreneurs I listened to in the first month I listened to that podcast, all of them said at least one of their streams of income was teaching. So I started asking myself, I was like, how is it that somebody who has 40 different businesses, 20 different businesses, even five different businesses has time to still teach? Right. What does he know about teaching that makes it a, a, a need, right? And why is it 98% of them do it? And so between having that epiphany and between reading this book called The Go-Giver, um, I had I had an eye-opening experience that was like giving is the prerequisite to success. It's not just something you do when you're a nice person. Yeah, nice people do it, but there's nice people who give, give, and never get anything mm-hmm. back. And they convince themselves, oh, yes, yeah, because I just got a good heart. I don't need anything back. And a part of them feels like I, I deserve it. So... It's not even just about giving money or just giving food. People value different things. So when you find what people value, for me, it was, there's a lot of, I go to shows and there's there's an abundance of other rappers and producers. Other rappers say, oh man, I don't be around these other rappers and producers. Where the fans at? I looked around and saw an opportunity. I said, these are people who who need some kind of servicing. Who better to service them than somebody who's been doing what they've been doing for the last 20, uh, 13 years? Yeah. So then I, it clicked for me, uh, Chris. Like I, Chris yeah. clicked for me and I was like, okay, I need to find the time to teach because how am I so high-sadiddy rapper? I'm surely not a multimillionaire, a billionaire. How is it I don't have the time to teach because I'm, I'm rapping, I'm touring. Right. These folks are holding down multiple businesses. So it was something that clicked for me that made me understand that you need to find the time in some capacity to give back, to give your value. Your value is your knowledge. Your value is your experience. You got to give that because in turn, when you give value, people find ways to take care of the things that you value. So if you value money, Mm -hmm. they'll pay you for your courses. They'll pay you for your, you know, you don't have to do it like I'm doing it for any artists or producers. Listen, you have to do it like I do it, but Mm -hmm. that's, that's one way. That's the the best way I knew how, right? Because everybody's not, everybody doesn't, doesn't, you know, articulate how they do things very well and that's fine, but there's still something or somebody you could teach. You may have a little brother in your house that wants to learn how to make beats. That's you exchanging value. Mm And then guess what happens when you decide, hey, I'm a producer that also wants to rap. Guess who's going to be your biggest fan and probably gets better with his beats. He mm-hmm. might even end up being your favorite producer. Right. So you just got to invest with the people around you, invest with the community that you're in and not find find more reasons to say, oh, OK, cool. Instead of uh, complaining about everything. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it's just so funny because that's really what I feel is on social media. Anyways, a lot of real just. Ang- man, I should be looking at timelines. Like, man, this is just an angry timeline. It's, a, it's of- an emotional purge, man. Jeez. People be like, "Oh, the purge ain't real." I'm like, "The purge is <laughs> the happening purge every day, yeah, every day." Because you, I mean, what other what other time have we had to where we could grieve, like we could express our most irritated grievances, even like our our like not even that irritated grievances, and somebody can take it on face value because they're reading words and not hearing tone. So you can say, "This day's been terrible." Somebody reads that, it sits in their mind all day, and then one person gets in their way in the supermarket, and all of a sudden, like, today is a terrible day. Yeah. And they're like, where did that thought even come Someone from? So was right. Yeah, exactly. They may, or they 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 may didn't even, even think about it, yeah. yeah. But it sits in your subconscious because, you know, your subcon- your brain has two functions. One of them is to survive, so mm-hmm. it's going to find all the ways it can survive, and two is to to conserve and burn calories. So as we're sitting here talking, there's probably folks who have zoned out for a second because your brain said that's not worth burning, uh, uh, you know, uh, calories on. Oh, this information is. So we're going to burn some calories on this. But 
Kim Kardashian booty is on Twitter right now. Hold yeah. on. Burn, yeah, burning, 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 burning. Go yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's, that's the way we operate. And knowing that's the way we operate, it gives me a level of comfort to know that, okay, there are things that are just going to be, and you have to be okay with that. And, you know, it helps me understand people better. I have more mm -hmm. compassion for them. Now, I used to be irritated, and, you know, I started to turn into the angry people that I saw in my timeline because of how irritated I was. But then I realized I was like, 95% of people out here, and I don't think that's an exaggeration, are not living their lives the way they want to. They're not living their Correct. dreams. There's a reason why they call them the 1%, you know, who, who have these crazy amounts of money or, or, you know, prestige. I think 95% of people are not happy um, with their job, with their, with their spouse, with anything. And that's what we're getting. So now we have an opportunity where everybody has a stage and every time somebody opens their mouth, you know, the best part for or the best way for them to uh, purge themselves of those feelings they have is to express it and see other people going through it. Mm -hmm. So me knowing that now and then also too, uh, not to be too long winded, but uh, Tony Robbins breaks down six, six needs or seven needs that every human being has, which one of them is certainty. We always want to be certain about something, whether it's our paycheck. Yeah, we need truth. we need uncertainty. You know, we don't we don't want to have life to be predictable. We don't want to have a mundane life where everything is always the same. Mm -hmm. uh, it's the need for significance. We want to feel significant in our own way. Maybe it's a rapper that's like, I want people to know that I'm the hottest from my city, or whatever the case may be. Uh, the next one is love and connection. Um, which I mean, either one of those can uh, really be it. Uh, actually, it's not seven; it's six. The uh, fifth one is um, growth. We all need to have a need for growth. The seventh one is we all have a need to contribute. So when you can look at a a, a timeline and realize yeah. that person wants significance, that person honors you know uncertainty. That person. That's why they do some crazy controversial stuff. When I can see it like that, I have more compassion for them because I'm like. You just hurting like everybody else. You hurting like I've hurt before and I know what you're going through. This is the way that you express it. Even people who come and say negative things because it ain't all love on my YouTube. It's right. some people who are like, you know, oh, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about and how dare you with your little armchair. Somebody say with your armchair philosophies. It's like, go, you know, go get a job or whatever. And I'm like, this is my job. But <laughs> it happens. It's going to happen. And, I'm, yeah. and, I, and I invite it because, you know, in order for me to, to want somebody else to have the change in their life that I had, how am I gonna shut right. somebody down and do it in an unhealthy way? I gotta show them an example. Sometimes people beef with you or try to start beef with you because they wanna see a healthy way of dealing with beef because they don't know any other way. Mm -hmm. So subconsciously they're learning from you as you start to interact with them and you don't go off on them. So think about that next time somebody's on your head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. which which now online is, is any post you Anybody, make. Anybody, man. Yeah. Anybody got a problem with something, you know? You, you, can, you can be just doing your job and people just, what you doing your job for? Like, okay, bro. All right, what are what's, you breathing for? Hey, what's your favorite like uh, social media, Kurt? Now that we got mm. so many different ones, bro. Now it's you got Twitter, IG, Snap. Uh, I mean, musically. Yeah, um, yeah, true, true. My favorite Facebook, social media, obviously. Yeah, Facebook is another one. I think it depends uh, on what I'm, what mood I'm in, honestly. Because <laughs> when 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 I just want to like just pure consumption and I don't want to see a bunch of opinions flying everywhere, I go to Instagram, you know, but what I do like with Twitter is just the, uh, the, the having to wrap your thoughts up in 140 seconds makes people get to the point. Yeah. So times where I'm maybe feeling impatient, I like to go there. Facebook, I need my long winded cause I'm a reader. I like seeing long winded, you know, um, revelations of my friends and right. you know, them, their accomplishments. I love seeing all of that, but I mean, to be honest with you, like I got a line on the, on the, this song called My Business where I was like, uh, sometimes I want to uninstall my social networks. The times that I am not involved, I do my best work. And that's the absolute truth. So, but, yeah. but no, my favorite, I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Snap, Snapchat was my favorite for a second cause just because I disliked it so much when it first came right. out. But uh, I don't know, man. I think Facebook might be the one. I like the long-winded uh, revelations of my friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so so now I got to ask, bro, the baby face, man. So did you mess up shaving? <laughs> or was that a significant thought? Or did Misha just, hey, man, you got to take the thing. Nah, nah. She, if anything, she she's the biggest supporter of my facial hair okay. being there. She, was, she wasn't too happy with that. But you know what's crazy? I, I did it for one reason consciously, but I think my subconscious made the decision for me. As I've been thinking about the last few days, 
like okay in case i sound like somebody completely different than you've ever heard in terms of my own self you've heard me in other interviews and i sound different there's another level of energy that is on me because um i went to the seminar for four days uh, uh with, with tony robbins and it was just the perfect timing i went to san jose to the seminar and i came back home and i've been it's a ball of fire since then uh just a really great energy but I say that to say um, my, my life is definitely undergoing some major changes. Like I'm vegan now, um, all plant-based. I'm juicing in the mornings. I'm making sure that I get myself in the right energy before I do anything during the day. I got a trampoline in my office. Like all so many things I'm doing differently. And I think consciously, I just want my beard to be healthy. Like Mr. Lowe's, like Chris Lowe's. <laughs> I want my beard to be healthy. But I think another part of me I think the subconscious part of me wanted to see a reminder of the changes that I'm under. I haven't cut my hair, my shaved my beard for like, I don't know, probably a good uh, four or five years. And seeing my face differently immediately makes my brain go to, you look different. And it's like, yeah, I do, because I got no facial hair. But then it's like, no, 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 no. There's something in your face. Like, I read somewhere where they were saying that the face has over 90 muscles and we only exercise at like, three or four maybe, wow. frowning, happy. So as I cut my beard off, I'm looking at my face in different ways and doing different things. Like I sit in the mirror every morning, it's gonna sound crazy, but for two minutes, I put my fists on my, on my hips like Superman and I smile. Because try to look at yourself for two minutes and smile and not actually start feeling good. It's impossible. It's gonna right. happen. If, you, if it hasn't happened in two minutes, give it 15. Um, you're gonna feel goofy after a minute and you're gonna start feeling good. So. These are just things that that have got me on a good one, and um, my facial hair. That was a long-winded answer for my facial hair, but hey that's man, what... I, I feel that. <laughs> Yo, so how how tough was it, man, to go vegan? I'll be trying to eat right, Kurt, but yeah. damn it, man, it just be hard to I find feel, healthy food, look, bro. I feel you, and it's more expensive. But you know, what's more expensive than vegan food? Uh, the hospital. Yeah, one hundred. <laughs> I think it's my, my my the track down process. The track down I'm a process. Poor planner. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you I hear know, that. So planning that because I'm like, damn. Oh, so man. where do I get some real food See, around here? I got. Boom, 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 boom. And, and that's the irony of a, of, a, of, a, of a vegan diet is that, you know, um, you have to be active in order to go seek those things out. So a part of you was feeling the way you felt when you was eating cheeseburgers. Like it's a part of me where I have my days where I'm like, like I had, okay, when I came home, I had, you know, basically hadn't had any meat for almost a week. And I went into uh, Chipotle and I got a tofu burrito and they double wrapped it because the lady messed up. I ate that thing thinking I had the same body that I had before that seminar. Bruh, I was sad. I wanted to go to sleep. I mean, I went to sleep. I was sluggish. I woke up feeling sluggish and I was like, my energy is in a different place. Why? Because your body exerts energy trying to digest your food. So sometimes in the morning we have a big breakfast and we, you know, rubbing our hands together like Birdman and excited like, oh, I'm about to tear these waffles up. And then we, we, we don't even notice it, but our body's digesting and we feel like, man, I ain't got no energy before I go to work or my energy's lowered. And then you go pile it on with a big lunch and by then you've already uh, you've already lost the race because you already are feeling drained. And by the time five o'clock comes off and you off of work, you've already been beating yourself up. And then you have a big dinner, and Go then you and just do it again. So yeah. for me, or do it big, do it big, right? Yeah. So so for me, it was like, okay, cool. I, I I started reading about the vegan diet, and I saw even like Nate Diaz from UFC is a, is a vegan. Oh wow! Okay. He has nothing but a plant based diet, and he's still yeah. able to gain muscle and you know beat up on people. But um, yeah. uh, I read that, and then also too, I started. I don't think re- I've ever heard that for a fighter, right? For yeah. a UFC fighter, and there's more of them. UFC fighters yeah. who are doing that. That was eye opening for me, and then also too. Um, you know, realizing that certain food has life, certain food doesn't have life. And a lot of stuff, you know, we've heard it many times, the words like process and all that. And I've heard it, my pops was vegetarian and I grew up around being vegetarian, but that wasn't enough to change me. Mm-hmm. What changed me was realizing that, you know, um, that these, these, these meats are not always alive. And sometimes these meats are um, the subject of just slaughter. And if you believe in energy, you believe in anything yeah, like that, where you believe true. like you can transfer energy, you believe somebody can come in your house right now who's in an angry mood and terrorize your family, what do you think happens when you have a, a you know a chicken or a pig that's been slaughtered fearful? There's chemicals that get released throughout the body of that pig that end up going to your food supply. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, I, 
I, I believe in that. I believe in, you know, I believe there's a reason why certain alcohols too, why, why when you go to certain liquor stores, it says spirits up there. There's a reason for these things because these are all actually affecting, mm-hmm. you know, your, your nervous system is whatever your beliefs are. Mm-hmm. For me, this gives me, it, this, the, the simple answer is it keeps my energy high because when your energy is low, guess what happens? You get depression, you get, um, you know, arguments, you get anger, you get uh disease, you get a heart attack. You ever met somebody who greatest greatest shape of their life, 40 something years old, great shape and they die of a heart attack. How do you explain that? Right. Oh, it could have been in the DNA and the genes. Yeah. yeah, sure, but a lot of that is low energy. And a lot of that is where your body is is going to work on, man, I work out. Why do I still have low energy? Oh, because I'm depressed about not being in the financial place I want to be. I'm so mm-hmm. depressed about, you know, my wife might leave me. All these things are like putting you in low energy and me realizing that and it clicking because I lost a friend this year who was around my age and he went back to the gym and it honestly like it it shook me and I looked and I'm like how is that possible like everything in his life is supposed to point to him living he just had a baby just got married I'm like how is that possible and you start to think about the energy levels. We don't ever ask each other, like, how you really doing? Like, even yeah. especially my rapper and producer peers, me and you, Chris, like, we, we have these real yeah, conversations. Yeah, we we always on the same yeah. page. But a lot of my peers, I talk to them, I say, how you doing? Oh, man, the music is good. You know what I'm saying? I'm working on the, pro- no, 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 no. How are you doing? Yeah. There's a reason why you look up, and I don't want to get in nobody's business, but like a, like a you know, a Kid Cudi or Kanye, and they're dealing with these mental health issues that are really public. Mm-hmm. Well, we, 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 have a, uh, we have a genre and a community that looks at mental health in a different way, in a, in, a, in a bad way sometimes, because we don't express things. It's like, oh, what you mean you, 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 you depressed, man? You better, you know, go smoke or go take a walk and, you know, uh, right. just get yourself right, but that's not the way that you, you treat that. It's yeah. stuff that even for me, like I've been over the last week or so, man, I've been patching up so many uh, conflicts that I've had with people out of nowhere, yeah. randomly jump on the phone. Even my pops, I hadn't talked to my pops in four years and I randomly hit him up in the email and I said, let's patch it up. You know, I, I didn't say that in there. I just said, I would like the opportunity to talk to you and, and patching it up is not just saying you know, uh, I forgive you. Forgiveness, you can do that. That's mm-hmm. that's easy. You can forgive somebody and never talk to them. Correct. But to go to that person who you feel has wronged you, and I'm not talking about just my pops, but anybody you feel has wronged you, and to tell them thank you, and it's like, how can I tell them thank you? They did me wrong. Well, if you have any moments of happiness in your life, you have to take a certain route or a certain path to get there. And included in that path was a freeway called somebody who did you wrong. Right. And you had to take that freeway to get to where you're getting. But now you're there. So if you find any moments of happiness or just absolute bliss, how could you not, you know, uh, uh, give the other person credit? And then also, too, when you when you love somebody and that's a hard lesson, I'm still trying to learn because of, of my weird way of looking at love in the past is that when you love somebody, you don't love just the good parts of them. That's not love. You know what right. I mean? You, you love somebody you love. The ugly parts. Mm-hmm. You love the the bad and the good and all of that stuff together. But if you if you can't just like you know uh, uh, love somebody a little bit, that's not yeah, love. Correct. So for me, I had to look at all these folks and say, you know what? Whatever our issues were, they were real, and I acknowledge that. But I need to thank you because you were responsible, good and bad. You were responsible for the in route and where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. And if I find my peace, like I found my peace right now, I will be lying to myself and my audience who I'm, t- I'm trying to tell them to find their happiness and fulfillment and I haven't done what I'm supposed to do. Bad. So I've been on the line all week just calling and thanking people that I haven't talked to in years. Yeah. So And people who probably were like, yeah, I would never talk to Curtis. You know what I'm right, saying? Like, right. But it needed to happen because I need to lead by example and I need to really have change that I can really feel. That's the only one I can feel. I can't just say in my mind, I forgive that person, thank you, and then send them a text message. No, 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 no. I gotta get on the phone yeah. or I gotta be face-to-face yeah. with them, so. Yeah, it's, yeah. I, I think it's something that too, I, I'm really uh, a big fan now and I really appreciate genuine shit. Sure. Just whatever it is. Right, right. Just when it's genuine, Man, I, I appreciate it yeah, in a whole yeah. new way. You know what I mean? Yeah. In friendships and conversations and any any uh, 
face to face exchange when you have with people it's like man mm. don't waste my time with words yo right. <laughs> i'm good yeah i got other shit to do sure. we all got things to do if you're gonna sit here and tell me about some tale and some thing that you think is awesome and you you, right. you think I, I could make a lot of money if i rock with you and do this and you telling so me to hear it. Hey, man, i'm good man like yeah you're draining energy you draining valuable yeah. time man <laughs> Kurt, yeah. I kid you not, bro. Anytime I come across someone, I, I remember a conversation we had about energy vultures. Oh, yeah. And I'll just be like, man, these vultures is real. Are oh, they real? they real. I mean, and you know what? They just, my uh, my former manager used to say it all the time. He used to say, you know, um, in this life, you're going to meet people who are outlets and some people who are plugs. Now, the, the outlets are folks like us who give energy for mm-hmm. a living. It's what you do. You you People get on their radio stations and they listen to you and they're juiced up by your excitement. Right? And so... Same thing when I get on these videos, people are juiced up by my encouragement and my happiness and me smiling. They're mm-hmm. juiced up by that. And in turn, their reaction com- uh, continues to juice me up. But knowing that that's your responsibility, like, you know, there, there there's power in, in words, there's power in yeah. language. And there's people out of here who literally want to just plug into you. But you're the one at the end of the day that can decide whether or not that generator's on or off. And you know, it's crazy too. <laughs> and and even saying that, like with, with using genuine to those other examples, mm-hmm. I'll say it even with the music. And yeah. I think that's why I'm excited too, man. I can't wait to hear the oh, full man. the full project Jubilee Year tomorrow. Um tomorrow. You can download it right now though, pre order it, two ninety nine. But um genuine. Yeah. You in a genuine space. I'm excited Absolutely. to hear your music because yeah. of that. Because I that, feel. You know what's crazy is that, that, and I appreciate you saying that, but that has been the, the smallest conversation of this whole campaign is the music. Because in my mind, I'm like, everybody says they got great music. Everybody believes they have great music. If they didn't, they wouldn't put it out. For sure. That's it. To me, it's an afterthought. Like, I've been doing music for 10 years, and I'm not saying that it's perfect, but I'm saying that I believe enough in it to where I put my whole money behind I put my whole belief behind it. I believe in myself and my music. I'm not worried about that. You're going to get to the music and be like, I can't believe I got this for 299. It's amazing. It's powering me up. It's making me feel good. I've been saying that Jubilee Year EP um, is the soundtrack to your triumphant comeback it's literally what it is so love that for people who are going to be consuming it like you're going to be uh you might be surprised like why are you giving away so much for a 299 project must not be good that's fine i i i respect your opinion on it but i have to tell you that this is something that you know i've poured my heart out into the the last um 13 years of my life just music not the project you know i am not enough for no seven songs. I hope it take 13. But uh, I poured my heart into this, and this is what I love to do. But, you know, if you're an artist or producer, you got to do more. You got to do more than just that. And there's something you can do. You just got to really put your mind to figuring out what it is and search mm-hmm. for it. But you got to do more than just be good at this music and be good at rapping and be good at making beats because eventually people are not going to care no more. Yeah. And stop tricking yourself into believing that people will buy hot garbage for $13.99 or oh, $15.99 or whatever you want to ticket your, your, your yeah. quick beats from the homie and yeah. you spitting some senseless bars on like I, I I tell you you know and I might sound like a hippie to somebody but I, I really believe that people can feel the energy in your music so when somebody gets your music yeah. they can feel the rush nature of it that's why you get a project that you're like man it's been promoted like crazy why are people are not consuming it the way that I wanted them mm-hmm. to because I think that the connection between the rapper and the fan is um is being is like bad reception on the cell phone because you haven't <laughs> You, you haven't made a direct connection through your music. You're more concerned with, I hope I sound authentic on this, on this verse. I hope that the engineer is not going to cut me out. I hope that I can get out the studio in time before I got to pay another $20 for an hour. Like People can feel that and hear it in your voice. Even if they don't know what they're feeling, they'll just listen to a song and somebody be like, you ever hear somebody say, I don't like this song. Why don't you like this song? I, I don't know. I just... This is a feeling. Don't, yeah. What do you think that comes from? You know what I mean? Right. So when, 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 when people are... are receiving your music they're not just receiving what they hear it, they get a feeling too and there's a reason why certain music is just like it, it either makes the hairs on the back of your neck stand yeah. up or it just slumps you down and makes you feel low energy so, Bro, and i'll tell you from the radio standpoint of getting to the other side of that yeah. the, where you're listening to after they press play right and you sitting there like <laughs> oh like like with roscoe I, I just listened to this <laughs> so now i'm like how long did it take you to make oh man the homie whipped this up in like 15 minutes i can and tell you know, i got down <laughs> <laughs> That's my first talk, Kurt. I could tell. I, I can tell. Yeah. I'm surprised it took 15 minutes. Look, I, all I'm gonna say is this: I, 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 
I don't eat it now because I'm vegan, but when it was soul food, I love soul food because it gave me, like I loved it with my heart because I felt warmness when I ate soul food. <laughs> Why? Because somebody took the time to delicately put delicately put every piece of that meal on that plate. Everything was made with love. Those yams was made with love. The, the potato salad was with love. Yeah. The seasoning, you could tell, is a little extra, but it's with love. And <laughs> that being said, it's like, you you can have that, or you can have you know those those, uh, those meals you put in you know in, in the microwave. You tell me which one's better. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, even though it may fill you up because you're hungry, like if you're starving, you might be like, I don't care. I want you know one of these uh, TV dinners. But then an hour later, you're like, you might be ready for bed. Man, I'm, I mean, yeah, I can't take a nap, or I need some something else that's that's filling me because it's not just about mm-hmm. physically filling you. It's about what fills you up spiritually too, and I, and I think that music is is that's what you're, that's what music is for. Music yeah. is supposed to be here to make you feel something. Mm-hmm. And when you can hear, you can hear an artist that's really saying something from man. The the tribe album, the tribe right. album, and the common album. That's been all I've been oh, on. Man. Kurt. Yeah, yeah. That's it, dude. Yeah. Like, oh, wait, tribe, the common joint, and what else about? That? Yeah, that's true. I'm just playing. Yeah. I'm waiting for the rest of them. I only got my one. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need more. I need more from that. But no, I mean, but that's all it takes. I'll run an album into the the ground. Talking, yeah, like you can tell Common went in there and had some things on his heart Mm -hmm. that he wanted to say. Sure. You could hear all the members of Tribe, Kendrick, Andre, they all went in there with something to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you compare that to other projects where it's like, well, you did it because you wanted to put out an album in the fourth the quarter. The year, yeah, and, okay. and and that's such a terrible reason. Like, and I've I've done similar things in the past where, you know, in the very beginning, I would make music, and, and it wasn't always fueled by how I felt, but more what I what I expected, what I wanted mm-hmm. people to. I wanted to make fans, or I wanted a song that, you know, was high in BPM so that I can get radio play. And you know what's funny is that, and uh, you know, my first radio play was. Uh, PCC on on another radio station. Yeah, PCC was my first radio play. Right, oh, is in man. 2011. That was before Q uh, 1047, but that was my first one, and it happened on a song that I didn't care about what anybody thought. What anybody? I knew that I wanted to talk about cougars in this song, and I was <laughs> passionate about making sure you understood. First of all, my coolness about it, and second of all, how much I was passionately in love with the idea of cougars. And I made a song, you know, called PCC, and it got me multiple radio spins. And it was like that wasn't even the intention for it, but it found its way because the energy found its way the right way. Before that, I made songs where. In the very beginning, I made a song called Mr. Febreze because I was supposed to be like, you know, that dude that's like extra clean or whatever. And it was so corny. And do you think that got radio played? No. I made a song called Do the Urkel where I was doing it was was like Do the Urkel. But like we try to make it cool. No, that song didn't get radio play. It got some MySpace spins, but it didn't get no radio play. But the moment that I, I stopped worrying about the elements that don't affect the music. Worrying about, worrying about just the music and worrying about, first of all, myself, my heart and where I'm at and what, I, what I'm actually trying to accomplish and articulate in my music. The moment I did that, it was like yeah. everything switched. So now even as I'm making this music, I don't make no music if I'm not, if I'm not moved to continue it. Mm-hmm. So as I, I kid you not, I say about, four, uh, about 60% of the hooks on this project, I was singing at the top of my lungs in my car on my voice notes on I, on my iPhone. Oh, and then I sent it to Oh Gosh, like, can we make a beat with this? Right? <laughs> and then that's how it happened. Listen to you. Listen to you happened when uh, me and my fiance was like, like uh, play joking back and forth. And she was trying to talk over me and I was trying to talk over her. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to just start singing. I said, I can't listen to you. And I said, hold on. That, that might be a hook. <laughs> hold on. Yeah. I pulled the phone out. It was a hook. And then it was like, that song ended up becoming a song about how to deal with your insecurities and having a conversation with yourself. Yeah, I love but that joint. That's what I'm saying. It's like, th- thank you. And, and, and what I'm saying is that these songs are inspired by real situations and are not, they're not, I'm not worried about who likes it. I'm not worried about who gravitates towards it. I have a goal with this project and I'm going to this mailbox. I'm going to that mailbox across the street. You're not going to stop that. I'm not going to stop that. No matter what I listen to, no matter what I do and what I don't do, the success is inevitable and I've embedded that into my brain. So that's how it is with this project. Hey man, and, and I think this is appropriate time to give a shout out to one of my mentors, Mr. Doug Johnson at PCC, who helped me <laughs> and him started yeah. that station. That's crazy. 
Crazy, right? Yeah. Oh, wow. Because there was the the big NPR. Right, right, joint, right. Yeah. But the KPCC, the little one. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That was connections. Crazy, right? <laughs> Mr. Johnson. That was That's my guy. Crazy. Shout out to Mr. Johnson, yeah. man. Kurt, bro. I can't wait, man. Tomorrow, Jubilee Year yeah. will be available for everybody that, but they can pre-order it. Pre-order right iTunes now. right now. Pre-order iTunes. Um, like I said, pre-order on iTunes. If you're an artist or a rapper, take a screenshot of it. Send it to Curtis King with two S's at gmail.com and tell me which rewards you want. Go to my Twitter, which is at Curtis King, and I have flyers that show you it. Or you can just go to myjubileeyear.com. But get the project. Um, don't make it a purchase about music. Make it a purchase about making a statement because we're in a genre where giving your information is seen as taboo today. And that's going to change. I know it's going to change probably in about five to 10 years. What I'm doing right now is going to be the norm in our industry mm -hmm. because they got to see a proof of concept. And I have no problem proving that. But when you make that purchase, don't make it just about music. You may hear the music and you may not like it. You may hear the music. You may love it. This music is about making a statement about the value of giving value. And um, it's literally the soundtrack to your triumphant comeback. And I hope it helps the people that it needs to help. And, you know, hopefully tomorrow, not even hopefully tomorrow when we wake up and we see things on the top 10, we will know and we will show a lot of people who don't believe in what I'm doing, that this is a a worthy uh a worthy concept and journey that I've been on. I'm going to put in right now for a request right now. I need Rick James jumping on the couch when you crack the top 10 note. Oh, you know, Rick James is coming either way. Okay. He's coming either way. Yeah. If, if I don't crack it, oh, you don't think Rick James is about to let me have it? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. There's a plan for everything. Like, I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about not going, not doing it, but it is a must for me. It is a must for me that I make that statement in my Jubilee year and your Jubilee year. Um, because I do believe that the quickest route to accomplishing what you want to accomplish is to help somebody else on the road to theirs. Yeah. So if you believe in that Jubilee year for $2.99, don't pay for no vitamin water or no drink. Just get just get the project. <laughs> don't pay for that Snickers. Just just get the project. $2.99. And, um, and, and it's worth all the extra. I'm telling you, I took the my website. I'm going to plug my website. Hey. Christosmedia.com is up because of because of Kurt's Man. very, very amazingly uh, instructive and and layman way of teaching your boy how to yeah, do it. It's not, I can't, I can't, you, you gotta a think, hours. you gotta think I ain't somebody that can sit down for somewhere and be like, oh, next thing you wanna do. And I gotta say it's less than a hundred dollars. <laughs> it's less than a hundred. That's what, and a couple people hit me like, man, I don't have no thousands of dollars loads for no website. I'm like, thousands yeah. of dollars? Thousands. Kind of, what kind of website, first yeah. of all, are you talking about? See, like, I, I told my homegirl, she hit me up and she was like, oh, I'm having problems with my website guy. I said, well, how much is he charging? She's like, oh, 4000 3000 What? <laughs> I said, what if I told you you could have the website you want to make for less than 100 bucks? And that's not even, we're not even talking about my, 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 uh, my course. My course is only 40 bucks, But you could have that for 140 bucks. you basically can have right. the website that you want to have. No, and 137 130 Maybe I think it was like, it was like $3. $3.99, I believe. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, it was 90 yeah. Okay, there it is. It was a lot less. You're right. Mm -hmm. So even less than that. But, um... You have the opportunity to get everything from your URL all the way up to, you know, having a website that you want to have and not having to hit up somebody anytime you want to update your website. You can do it anytime you want, and it takes you less than four hours. Yep. You'll be surprised. She got it. She got the website, and she was like, "Oh my gosh! Like I can't believe I put it together. Her website looks better than mine." That's dope. And she took my course. That's dope. So I'm like, that is what I hope it happens. That's my goal. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that's up there. You get all that stuff for two ninety nine if you just pre order the Jubilee Year EP. Curtis King, oh gosh, Leotis. Yeah, TheJubileeYear.com. The Jubilee, or My Jubilee My Year. Jubilee Year. MyJubileeYear.com uh, or CurtisKing.com. Either one okay. is the same website. There it is, man. Kurt, always a pleasure, bro. Hey, I'm glad we got you. to finally do this, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And, and, and Jubilee Year 2017, man, it's going to be a great year. It's going to be a beautiful year. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Yes, sir for sure.